0: this is a very very popular podcast from tampons to minecraft and everything in between this is a very very popular podcast with dylan and maya it's dylan
1: and i'm maya and this is a very very popular podcast hey guys before we start just wanted to let you know that dylan's audio got a little bit messed up while recording so it may sound different now back to the episode welcome back to our 18th episode so, today we're going to be talking about high school. And I know we've already done this, but we're actually in high school now, and we have been for a couple weeks. So, we're going to be talking about like what it actually is, what it's like, what we thought it'd be like, and we may do another one after this, that's once we're back in person, which will probably be in a while, but more specific, like, what it like was. What, what, what high school is
0: actually supposed to be like, versus what online high school is like. Yeah. Yeah so as we said we are in online high school i am on zooms for basically six hours a day every single day except for wednesdays and on those days i have no zooms but i have all of this work on various different platforms that it's basically like a lot of homework is the best way to describe it which is what we call asynchronous work and then i have synchronous work which is when i'm on zoom
1: yeah so For me, I am on Zoom every day. On Monday, it's the anchor day, and I have 40 minutes for each class with a 40-minute break in the middle. So that is from 8 to uh, 2.30. And then on every other day, I have from 8 to 12, and then I'm done. Except they, like, supposedly there's like these work hours, something like that after where you can check in with the teachers and, um, you know, if you have a meeting, they have specific times during those work hours in quotation marks. But also, you're supposed to be doing all of your homework and your asynchronous work then. And it's like, I mean, it's just time for homework. So I don't know why they bother specifying that. But that's what our days are made up of. Fun. So
0: to start off, what classes are you taking?
1: Okay, so I am taking the classic five academic classes like science, math, social studies, gym and health and English. So I'm also taking Spanish 1 and I'm taking Creative Writing and Foundations of Digital Design. So those are my eight classes. What about you?
0: So I'm taking obviously your normal course. I'm taking Spanish 2. I'm taking AP Human Geography. Those are like my special, like I'm technically mm. not ahead, but I am. Like they're my three classes that <laughs> technically sophomores can take. And I'm also taking gym, cause we have to, at least freshman year. I don't think it's required any of the other years, but I think it is required and you have to pass it at least one of your years. And then I have choir, and I have Foundations of Digital Design as well. We're taking a lot of similar classes, I realize, that right
1: now. Yeah, well I have basically what I have to take. is the five academics, then I have Spanish, which I'm also pretty much required, and then I have Foundations of Digital Design, which we have in common, and Creative Writing, but basically all the academics you're going to take anyway, so it's going to be the same. Yeah.
0: The reason I'm taking Foundations of Digital Design, I didn't realize it, but for the IB program, we do, I knew this, but we had to have certain classes to actually like graduate from the program in four years. I didn't realize it, but Foundations of D- Digital Design covers my engineering like path that I had to take for a course. Because I was going to have to take like engineering tools and philosophy, which was predominantly book work. And when I heard this from my teacher, I was like, I've succeeded. I've gotten so many things done this year, if this is the case, like... Don't, I can just have a leisurely, like, other three years with, like, what I actually have to take. I okay. just have to complete a couple, I have to complete the IB pathway and the choral pathway if I want to graduate. Complicated things.
1: I don't know. So basically what my classes entail is get on the Zoom right when it starts, which is on the hour on most days, and then you're in class until... Most of the time it's 11.55, 10.55, 9.55, 8.55, depending on the class. And the teacher generally has a scr- like a presentation that they've put on Schoology, but they also screen share it and they just go through, cycle through the different slides. And that's pretty much my class where they're just teaching us stuff and then they'll be like, okay, now go do this homework. We'll kind of check in on it. Mondays are the review day. They're not actually supposed to assign more work on Mondays because it's only 40 minutes and it's like, that's your day to go over everything. Also, everything ends up being due on Monday. So most of the time it's like, I alternate days. So it goes A day, which is four classes, and then B days, which is four classes. So I have two days to do each of my work. And then over the weekend, I have those few days and then all of my homework's due. But so some of the teachers have had it a little bit different where they will kind of have a YouTube video or something or tell us to go directly to Schoology ourselves and just do the assignments while we're in class. That's been a different way some of the teachers are doing it. Also, a couple of my teachers have had us take tests where basically they're just watching our faces. And it's like if we start looking away or like looking down at our phone or like that's pretty much the only way they watch us to make sure we're not cheating. I mean, it's not really effective because most of the time school use the same color as like Google, so you wouldn't see much change in brightness or... I don't know what they're really watching for, but there's that, they're trying. (laughs) There is something on one of the programs our school has installed where if you are signed into your school account, the teachers can watch your screen to see what you're looking at. But I don't know how they're supposed to watch for 30 kids, but... That's a thing. Yeah, I don't know. However they do it, it happens. I don't think anybody's really cheated. I don't know why they would, but yeah. So for me, basically,
0: I have social emotional learning from 7.30 to 8. I don't do it at that time. I do it basically whenever I wake up and like I'm eating breakfast just so that I have time to like decompress before class. Because apparently it's supposed to like teach us not how to be stressed and how to take notes. I literally don't watch any of the videos and I just like bs my way through every single answer and use my common sense to answer multiple choice questions but it takes like 20 minutes to watch like 9 minute videos because of course they choose to do like at least like things that add up to like 20 minutes almost on videos cause they don't want you skipping things. Yeah. And then from 8 to 9 20 yeah I have 100 I have 120 minute classes not 120 um one hour, 20 minutes. Oh. Oh, my God. 20 minutes is two hours. Oh, God,
1: yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I had in school.
0: I typically have... An hour and a half classes, it was cut down by half an hour for our, like, hour-long break between periods two and three. Because we go hour-twenty, hour-twenty, hour-long break, and then we that covers lunch and just, like, decompressing time. Then we have hour-twenty, hour-twenty.
1: What I normally have when I'm, like, in school would have been hour-thirty, 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 which is high school, lunch, activity period, which is thirty minutes, and then hour-thirty. Middle school, they have lunch before the third hour 30. But they've cut it all down, so like when we go back into class, I guess it's easier or something. I'm not really sure what they're doing. I really have no clue. I don't think they do either.
0: (laughs) I know for high school... I was supposed to like, depending on what like hallway I was in, I'd have a different lunch period. So honestly, I couldn't tell you what my lunch was going to look like this year. But I know it would be during period three, but now it's like you just have an hour in between two and three to just do whatever. And I mean, I have a similar structure where we get on Zoom. I get on like, we're supposed to get on like three minutes early for technical difficulties.
1: Oh, we are too, but most of the classes end three minutes late. So it's just like, that's not possible.
0: usually put like a warm-up or something up and then we typically do slideshows or just some form of screen sharing and it's just that for the majority of the class sometimes we have like i mean i'm in a lot of classes that are a lot about talking at the moment like we have to just talk about what we're seeing or whatever then we get a lot of breakout rooms where i am the overachiever, anxious person who is like i don't want them to come in and see that we're not talking so i'm going to start a conversation Like, I'm that kid who's like, so how are y'all doing? Oh. Yeah.
1: For me, I'm just like the kid in the breakout room who's like, I'm waiting for someone else to start the conversation and I'll just kind of smile, like, unmute myself but not say anything and just be like, hey, uh, like, I'm not gonna start the conversation of like, so about the work, which is, I I generally leave that up to other people because I don't really like being that person. But I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm. I'm here if you need to talk. I won't be the completely mute one. There's always one. There's always one of those people yes. who are on talks. no
0: camera and oh and mute.
1: But like in breakout rooms.
0: Yes, I know. It's
1: one thing if there's like five or ten people who are like that in the main room, whatever. But when you're in bre- breakout rooms and there's three people and there's two of you and then there's the one person who just is like absent and you're like, it's your turn. Yep.
0: <laughs> and there's no response. Chorus is weird. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I'm not even like a music... At my school, I can't imagine how difficult it is for like the vocal majors and the overall like music majors. I mean, I guess, yeah. you know, there's Flipgrid. But the whole point is to like be a choir or be a band or be an orchestra or whatever. And in this situation, you can't be... Like, the most awkward thing in the world is doing warm-up when the rest of your house can hear you. Your teacher can't hear you, but she can see your mouth moving. And you can see the rest (laughs) of the choir's mouths moving while you're also watching this dude make the most, like, expressive faces. Oh my god. And she's like, you guys aren't doing the hand motions. And I'm like, it's just because I'm self-conscious and uncomfy and a freshman in a class of people older than me. Oh god. Because, I mean, it's concert choir, so, like, everyone gets in automatically. But it's like, there are, like, juniors in this class, and I'm over here like... Hi, I'm like doing dances to the warm up while simultaneously not being heard.
1: But yeah, that's one of my many adventures. My classes have a couple of, like, breakout room things. Some of the teachers bother doing that. Other teachers, like, don't even try. They're just like, no, I'm not even bothering with that. That's not worth it to me. And a couple of the rooms I've been in have been, like, I've known everyone in the rooms. And a couple of them have been, like, like, I just don't know anyone. And I'm just kind of like, uh, hi. Yeah, I'll just do the assignment. And then I guess we'll go back. But I feel like the worst is, like, so I I went, I was in a couple breakout rooms where, basically, we did the assignment and then we finished. And I was like, kind of there to be like, okay, so what's your name? Like, obviously, I could see their names on the Zoom, but like, kind of introduced myself, like, what's your major? I knew they were older than me. I kind of had seen them before, but basically, everybody just muted again. And we're all just like, I'm gonna sit here for two minutes and wait for everything to stop. The uh, <laughs> thing is, like, you finish and then you're like, so what do I do now? And the teachers are like, introduce yourselves, make friends. And it's like, yep. I'm happy to do that but I don't want to initiate that and I'm there like smiling like hey guys like ready to say something but I when everybody else mute I'm not gonna be like so what's your major like about let's continue this conversation because it's just not worth it it's way too awkward yeah yeah oh I meant to ask this question Which of your classes translates best onto Zoom and which is the worst?
0: I think the class that best translates onto Zoom is possibly ELA, honestly. I think it's because she's just a really good teacher, so she's able to, like, fluidly transition into it, but also because I think we typically, you know, watch slideshows on, like, different methods of writing anyway or whatever, or at least that's kind of what we did in middle school where she'd project things onto the whiteboard and be like, okay, so here's your warm-up, here's what you're Supposed to write about today, and then we'd like go on Chromebooks, so it's basically like that, just minus the in person aspect. Yeah, I think the hardest class to do on Zoom is either Spanish or math. Spanish, because I was not as prepared as I thought I was for Spanish, too, which makes the class, I guess, even in person, super hard, but also on Zoom, with like it's kind of awkward to ask questions, so when you uh. get lost, you're like. <laughs> You (laughs) you like, you text your friend after class and you're like, did you pick this? Did you understand this? No. Okay. Uh Cool. Great. And then you text another friend and they're like, yeah, no. And it's like, great. This is like a universal thing. Or math. Because math is a hard class in general to sit in for an hour and a half and then on zoom it's like at a certain point your brain just like goes off into thin air and if a teacher gets like mad at the technology or sometimes my teacher's totally fine other times she just gets a little frustrated like all of my teachers do and it's understandable because technology sucks but like my math teacher I think she just struggles to keep all of our attention yeah in general which just makes the class so hard yeah I know what you mean
1: so for me I would actually completely disagree agree pretty much because I think most of my academic classes have been pretty easy to translate onto Zoom because it's just like here's a presentation. Also I have an hour class as opposed to an hour and a half so it's a lot easier to just kind of sit there and be like okay I'm done almost next hour we're closed you know move on but so for me like math has been really easy because she just puts it up screen share we all copy down whatever notes we take and then it's a exit ticket at the end which is like our little mini quiz for the day and then we move on. She asks us like okay put your answers in chat kind of thing and same for most of my other classes. Spanish has actually also been really easy because what's good is like the breakout rooms. So we did a whole test speaking Spanish quiz thing where basically we were, like the teacher was in the main room and then we were all in a breakout room. And like, we just went back and forth where she was like talking to one of us in Spanish and we had to respond back. And then we went back to our other room and we're all like, so guys, how did you do? Was it scary? What was it like? And it was kind of like chill and easy to talk about that, which was fun. So I really liked Spanish just because it's one of my uh, good classes on a day that doesn't have very many good classes and it's just easy to be in that room some classes are very boring like my science class is fun it's just like it's a lot of information for a very drawn out amount of time even though it's only an hour where it's like kind of hard to keep focusing especially since we're learning about like tectonic plates and Yeah. yeah i would say the worst class that is translated really and this depends on like the teacher's compatibility with technology but gym and health we're doing health first obviously because like gym's gonna be hard
0: we're integrating it
1: with us okay got it well so we're doing health first and the issue is our teacher doesn't know how to use youtube and screen share at the same time and it was well it was at the point where it was like we spent 20 minutes waiting for a teacher to close a tab and then click stop screen share and he couldn't do this and instead he was just like he was like oh well we can just watch this video instead because like it's about the same topic so we just kept watching more videos that had to do with like community communicable diseases or whatever we're learning about because he couldn't figure out how to stop playing youtube and we're like typing in chat like you just have to close the tab like just mute the tab no stop screen share like and we're trying to do everything of course he can't see the chat because it's screen sharing and he doesn't know how to get back to the chat and it's like there's so many things where we're like oh no but that's like that's less about the class and more just about the teacher not really knowing how to handle zoom which is unfortunate but it's just not a good way to like get through that and also my Foundations of Digital Design class may not be the best class for Zoom because even though it's technology and the teacher knows a whole lot about like how to use Zoom how to do this, how to work with all the asynchronous stuff, all these different little tools that work really well. We also learn Photoshop and Illustrator and all these Adobe uh, things in the class where it's like the school already has a subscription to them because they're like academics and they can get that for free. But at the same time, most of us don't have computers that can actually run these apps at home. But so because we learn like Photoshop and Illustrator in this class, and most of us at home don't have Microsoft or Apple computers that yeah. aren't Chromebooks. Like, Chromebooks are great and the school provides them and all that, but they can't run yeah. full programs that need full operating systems. So, all these classes that need like Photoshop, because that's literally what they teach, they teach how to use Photoshop, not like, oh, here's digital media. Like, it's literally that. And that's the one thing they can't do, where they're like, we need to be in class to learn this. So, that really hasn't translated well onto Zoom, where we're we're just kind of learning about computers instead at this point but we haven't gotten there
0: in my foundations of ju- digital design class yet but my fear is is that because my school doesn't have the budget for the fancy stuff like obviously it's still nice stuff but it's like the sort it's like the altered photoshop and stuff where it's like the photoshop light basically we have like the cheapest of the cheap chromebooks like they're definitely good and people who don't have their own computers at home thoroughly benefit from it but my one worry is that it won't be able to both function properly and like also be able to look at assignments and stuff simultaneously and like how much do you
1: have going on at once
0: so at one point I did try to both be on zoom and beyond Schoology like with splitting the screen and my Chromebook literally freaked out and completely shut me out of both and like shut my Chromebook off so our school doesn't supply that that's our district well technically our district supplied it this time around but We have never, ever had our own computers up until online school was announced. So like, if you can imagine, they had to supply, you know, you have your normal amount of Chromebooks for the classes that have Chromebooks, but they had to supply them for an entire district in a span of weeks. So you can imagine how challenging that was. I don't know the logistics of it, but like, you know, what we have is good for the easy stuff. But when it comes to the classes, like Foundations of Digital Design, and even to a degree like Chorus, because we're using special platforms for it, it might be a little too much for the poor little guy to deal with.
1: Well, so my school doesn't actually provide the Chromebooks, it's like my district that provides them. And they do this every year. They have for a while because the area of my district isn't so such a like rich district yeah. or anything like that. So they're just used to like giving out Chromebooks like, okay, everybody for your uh, if you don't have internet access at home, go to your library, go to the parking lots, that kind of thing. They're used to having that around and just they supply Chromebooks. That's one of the common things. And like, basically, we don't have very much paperwork in general. So it hasn't been a terrible switch to get on that, but. When you have like over three tabs open, which most of the time we don't because all we really need is Schoology and then run Zoom. If you have Zoom and three tabs open, it's going to start saying like your CPU uh, usage is affecting the quality of Zoom or whatever like that. And there's the occasional that and everybody's like, just turn off your camera. It'll be fine. Like everybody said that so many times. But I think my district is more accustomed to that because I do it every year and have been since like 2015 or something. I think
0: it might become more of a thing now that we've done it. Oh, okay. I don't know. No. Oh. But since we have all of these Chromebooks now, like, to be honest, now that the district literally has, like, thousands of Chromebooks in theory, because, like, if a school is 800, if a high school is 800 people, 800 plus people, there's, like, thousands of these, like, of the, like, $200 Chromebooks or whatever they are, where they're, like, the Dell, like, tiny ones. Yeah, that's what I have. They're
1: probably gonna, like, keep using them, because if they... Oh, yeah, yeah. well, so how it works is I'm gonna keep my Chromebook for the next four years, and I'm gonna give it back over the summer, because you're required to, but literally it has an ID code on it. Yeah. I can put a case on it. The case is going to stay the same. It's still my Chromebook. It still has my stuff on it every year. So, and I did that through middle school too where I had the same Chromebook for 3 years. I just get a new one in high school. I like they're used to it. They've had the system down for years. Maybe they'll
0: copy your system now that they have, you know, the resources to do so. Yeah. So, do you think that our online learning, Zoom education, whatever we're going to call it, is better or worse than you were anticipating?
1: Well, I know from last time when we recorded this, I was anticipating starting off in school, actually. That's pretty much what all I was judging. I wasn't even thinking about how to do online. And I think when they described it was going to be all online, I didn't really have any expectations. I was just like, you know what, it'll be what it's going to be, whatever. And I'm pretty happy with how it turned out. Some of my classes, because like the teacher not knowing how to use Zoom or just not knowing what to do or having like a scattered schedule or like it there's certain things that can change the factor of a class but most of my teachers and classes have been really good about like staying on topic and knowing what they need to do and like rewriting their whole lesson plan just to fit this year and I think props to all the teachers because they're doing a really good job at least in my school where it really hasn't been bad at all I don't mind staying on zoom for four hours a day I think there's a bit of a flaw in the way mine currently works where Monday is six hours and then every other day is four hours. And there's also kind of a flaw that every other day is only four hours where it's like... That's a lack of consistency, kind of. Well, I mean, it's fine that it's one day. It's just like, basically, I think the other classes honestly, or other days honestly need to be longer, probably more spread out because... Well, so there's a bunch of complicated to this. My basic thought process is some teachers let us out a little early. So they'll give us like 10 minutes off class where it's really not enough time to do anything. And it's like... Sure, if you need to go to the bathroom, that's great, but like you're sitting there for five minutes waiting to click the button that says join Zoom. In a way, it's intention like, oh, go work on your work or whatever you have to do, except you've already done it because you have so much free time. And then you're in class whatever you do your class and then from 12 to the end of the day, you're just at home and there's really nothing like specifically like, oh, I should do this, so it's kind of blank. But then on Mondays, it's like a pain because you're sitting there for six hours minus one hour in the middle, where it's like 40 minutes and it's just enough that you can do something. I think 40 minutes is a decent enough time because like you can do something, you can eat, you can walk around. But at the same time, it's just, there's no good way of spreading it out because as soon as you spread it out too much, you're just bored. And as soon as you spread it out too little, you're also just bored. There's not like a good stopping point because then you're just going to have to go back to school. It's really like a what's the right balance situation where it's not easy to find what's right. I think this is a good situation right now. One thing that's good about them ending at 12 is that they have these office hours so students can just go to their teachers and just like show up in the zoom meetings that their teachers are running if they have any questions if they have anything they need to worry about and that's nice to have like an hour at the end of the day a couple hours after school where you can start your homework and then kind of look like oh wait I need to ask a question about this go back on zoom and figure it out but it's just kind of a weird thing that I think they may need to focus a little bit more on the schedule. Also, the fact that Monday is entirely review, that's but you don't actually do work on Monday most of the time.
0: You don't really learn anything new. Any, It's literally just like, what did you do last week? Yeah, so you're sitting there for six
1: hours like, well, it's been a long day where I did kind of nothing, but um, other than that, it's really been good. I'm kind of poo-pooing it because like everything that's bad stands out, yeah. but it's been good. I'm glad they're doing it this way and I think one of the main things why everybody's very upset by how they decided to do the online versus in-person option how they're doing online they're not continuing zoom they're doing this other tool called accelerated ed or something and it's just like it's more like summer school where you're not constantly present with a teacher it's more like the administrator assigns work and you do it and they like check in with you to see you're done like, oh
0: so it's kind of like how my asynchronous days are but not. yeah
1: it's pretty much that but like for full-time school and everybody's like this is not an option I except here's the other thing where it's like people thought okay if you're choosing online what it's gonna be is like a computer set up in class with the teacher except some person in another part of our state is suing the school that she went to for that because apparently she wasn't getting enough attention like as being one of the people on the computer so now the schools are like nope as much like we can't do that no that's not happening and it's like ugh. There's so much to it. There's no good option like there's kids in my school who started a petition trying to continue Zoom learning where it's like if you choose online it just continues but i don't think the school has the... more consistent yeah but i don't think the school has the staffing for that and it's it's just a mess yeah. i don't really know why they're basically my school is trying to transition to online or in person by november i think they're rushing it at this point because there have been complaints everybody wants to go back to school but it's like there's not much you can do what about you so like for the most part i think
0: i and my district are much better prepared and overall structured than I guess yours sounds. Like, it's pretty consistent aside from Wednesdays. And Wednesdays, I won't lie, a full day of asynchronous is possibly the best day of the week.
1: Yeah, that sounds... Especially if you have full days, that sounds very Yeah.
0: Like, getting to just log on to Schoology at like 9 o'clock, get to do my work at my own pace, you know, listen to music, listen to a podcast, read a couple articles, do a couple assignments. Yep. It's like that breath of fresh air that you need after literally 12 hours on over the course of two days which is just a lot and then we have another 12 hours and then it's the weekend and it just you know wraps back around and like the hour 20 minute classes are a lot but I don't think with the structure that my teachers have chosen going 45 minutes would totally work also just because of the courses I'm in like as I said previously my classes have been relying a lot on like conversations and you know spending by the time they're done like with your warm-up and stuff you have like 20 minutes to do a conversation And with the amount of conversing these teachers want, they want us to get like deep into it and like actually put thought into it. I'm like, I don't know how 45 minutes would work, although it might be nicer than just sitting staring at a screen for as long as I have to. Yeah, I mean,
1: we have that. It's like, it's more just there's less of the warm up part where some of the classes. So gym, where it's health for me right now, pretty much all we've done in the classes so far is just the do nows other than the occasional PowerPoint out of the probably like, what, 10 health classes I've had. I think I've had three classes where we went through a PowerPoint or something, and then the other classes have just been like, okay, discuss your do now. So (laughs) there's a couple classes where that's pretty much all they're doing because they don't really know what else to do. But most of the classes, if they have a warm up, they're just kind of like, okay, put it in chat. Oh, look, it's nice to see that. Okay, write in. And you move on and they'll go through and like call on people to unmute and say your answers. But it's pretty much like if they're going to have a conversation, they're trying to lead it as much as possible to make sure it gets to the point and then move on, which I think. Way is almost nice because it's not like, oh, we're rambling and we're just like, we don't know why you're. We're not just trying to fill time kind of thing. Yeah, but also it's not just trying to like be random. Basically, we know where the conversation's going. It's not like busy work conversation time. It's like the conversation has a point, it's always getting to the point, and we're learning from the conversation instead of like, well, at some point you'll get to the point we're trying to make.
0: My district hasn't really discussed much in the way of any of their plans for hybrid. Like, they just put out a survey where it was like either online or hybrid and they didn't explain what hybrid would look like at all or what online would look like but i know that my teachers said that that for the first marking period we're on zoom but i think that might mean that we're going on to this like other platform called Mm -hmm. like it's called like borderless classroom or something where it's a similar thing to zoom but it's like teachers are able to have even more control over your screens than they already do Got it. it's basically like you know how in the library that they can like override your computer to be on like any tab they want No, but okay. Well, like, in middle school, I had this, like, evil eye thing. I don't know what it was actually called, but the teacher would, like, while she'd be giving, or the librarian, while she'd be giving us presentations she'd have like the presentation going and all of our screens would be completely controlled by her. So we'd have like all the
1: evil eyes. My uh, business teacher had that.
0: Yeah. And then like she'd then go on to like, okay, now you have to be on these tabs and I can literally get out of them if you do anything. I think it's going to be like that, but also like they can put you in a breakout room while also simultaneously being with you and the class. So they're not like leaving the overall class to be with you, which I guess could be better when it comes to questions. But it's like they've literally told us nothing. And I mean I chose to stay online mostly because like we don't know anything and they're planning on also doing this probably around November. And we were expected to say it soon. So it was kind of like, I like, I mean, I don't love online school, but I also don't want like a, you're in person two days a week, but you're staring at a computer screen the entire time with a mask six feet apart, you know, with God knows who because you've, very few people will choose in person. Oh, not for my district. My district from the get-go was majority online
1: when we did the first survey. Not my district at all. Oh wow, really? Oh, so my, my social studies teacher, he just wanted to check. So the issue that my school did that kind of pissed off everybody was the Friday before October started so it was like last September Friday they sent out a sheet that was pretty much like okay have your sign up submission things done next Friday for if you're going online or in person and they barely gave any specifics for what was actually happening besides like apparently it was accelerated ed and then also the only thing I really know about in person is that we have Wednesdays off it's like a weird situation where I really don't know what's going on and then they said you have to decide by the week so everybody Everybody was like super pissed, and they extended it to the next Friday, which at the time of recording still hasn't come yet. But it's just like every I don't think everybody knows what they're doing. So my social studies teacher put out a poll, he was like just out of curiosity, um, how many of you are planning on doing in-person, how many of you are planning on doing online, and how many are not sure at all. Literally, I think this was the standing was sixty percent was in person, twenty percent was online, and twelve percent wasn't sure. And it was just like everybody was kind of like oh crap this means that with the 50 percent capacity that my school has to fill out and the three schools that are in the one building my school is in legitimately like more or pretty much half the kids or more than half the kids that sign up for in person aren't going to be able to get to in person anyway and i don't know if they're doing a lottery apparently they told some news thing they're not doing a lottery but like and how do they uh, choose
0: it unless they literally just choose not to do in
1: person. person altogether because of that I don't think they're gonna choose that because I think they've done so many town halls and like questionnaire stuff where people in my district have really made it clear that they want in person. But just the online option is not a good alternative. Nobody's happy with deciding. I think if the online option was a good alternative, then it then wouldn't people be as much would, of a question. Yeah, it'd be more like 50 50. But online option is not what people were expecting right now. I know
0: that like my EOA teacher the other day, she was like in the chat, let me know what you guys are thinking, and it was a pretty even split between the two I I mean obviously that's like 20 kids like it's a very small fraction but I was like I thought it would be more leaning towards in person but everyone's consensus was ew gross kids yeah and like as someone who I'm in like positions and other stuff and like if someone anywhere remotely close to me gets it hey I have family who's immunocompromised and like I mean disregarding like the family that could possibly get it like everyone has family that could get it no matter what but like you know I'd be missing out on stuff and like that's why I chose not to do sports, other than the fact that they literally gave us, like, no details and told us to sign up for it within a week. Like, how your school told you to do it for school. But I was kind of like, I just want details if you're gonna make me do it, but if you're not gonna give me details, I'm a little scared. It's, like, not scared, but it's kind of, like, the little bit of discomfort in the back of your head that's, like, you have been trained that people are bad and gross and achy. And then it's like, well, now you're gonna be with the bad and gross and achy without, like, knowing what the bad and gross and achy
1: actually, like, are. (laughs) big kid words so for our final question basically everything that's going on whether it's teachers whether it's classes whether it's what your school's doing whether it's how it's being dealt with what is your least favorite thing and what is your most favorite thing what do you think is the best just in general what do you think has been terrible not good so i think the overall structure of, like, the
0: schedule from, like, you know, we have A day, B day, asynchronous day that is either an A day or a B day, then A day, B day, and then that circulates. I think having that asynchronous day where it's placed was the best choice my district has made, at least for the older people. Like, I know that elementary schools don't have that, but I've seen, like, from my sister and from me that, like, the way my school planned it and my district planned how to do online school was possibly the best they could have done. Obviously, there's always more, but, like, I think that was, like, I guess that's the best part. If I want to be antisocial, I might just say the Wednesdays because I don't have to see people. (laughs) And I think my least favorite part is honestly, like, the technical difficulties. It's, like, not the class's fault or the teacher's fault or the schedule's fault or the district's fault. It's just, like, technology is... I mean, I love it, but in the perspective of, like, a class, when Zoom stops working and no one knows if the Zoom is actually going to ever start, when I've been put as host in two different classes because teachers as technology or children have been disruptive. Oh, God. I feel so bad for the teachers whose kids are also in online school and have to, like,
1: oh yeah i've had i've had a couple teachers that have been like talking to their kids at the same time i've definitely had the experiences where it's like i get on zoom and it's literally like a minute before the class starts i'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god i'm late and then i sit there for 10 minutes and the zoom hasn't started and the teacher gets on and it's like everybody's about to leave because they're like why are we here for 10 minutes Mm -hmm. or okay i had a teacher who was sick for a day but then didn't say anything about whether she was unsick the next (laughs) meeting so then how half of us waited for 20 minutes for the next meeting and then it just didn't happen and we're like uh but yeah yeah um there's definitely been a couple times where it's like either class didn't happen at all or it happened 10 minutes late and we're just like because the teacher couldn't get on something happened i wouldn't say that's my worst though i think that's kind of sucky but like you get over it i guess because i've had positive experiences otherwise that like in comparison so for my worst I think parts of that have been just the, some teachers really need the kids' reaction to how they teach. And there's so many times when it's like a teacher's teaching something and we're just like not getting it. And they're like asking for responses and we're kind of responding, but it's like, we're just kind of thumbs up, yay. And it's like, everybody's trying hard to do what's right and props to everyone involved. But like it's just so there's so much about it that's like hard to teach without a response or how hard to teach online but still be live like yeah. and when things happen and you're like oh wait no i didn't mean that and you're stuttering and you're trying to figure out where you're going next it's just a mess and mm-hmm. you have a bunch of kids all like just sitting there watching and the kids are like i don't know what to do like i have a rubik's cube next <laughs> to my desk for a reason i think i've had classes where i've solved it about like 20 times and i only solve it when the teacher's not talking and uh-huh. it's like it takes me about like two minutes to solve a rubik's cube so it's literally been well that's 40 minutes it doesn't take me that long but like there's been
0: classes where just like nuns you're just always solving the rubik's cube yeah there's been classes
1: where i'm just sitting there like because the teacher has no clue what's going on and there's been teachers that have handled it great i think that honestly is my positive too where i've had some teachers who have been on top same they've had their slideshows ready they know exactly what they're doing because of other classes even if they didn't get so much of a reaction they just knew what was good about their other class and like purposely switched the lesson plan around just for us it they've really done it well
0: i also like the teachers who like if something goes wrong or if they don't know if they're not totally prepared or if something just like doesn't work out in their that in the way that their mind thought it would doesn't make it a stressful experience yeah like yeah. i have one teacher who like this is probably how she is in like real life but i wouldn't know since obviously have never had her in person before but like she's got like the dry humor which i like oh, no. like but at the same time time she's able to like if something goes wrong she's like she's able to turn it into a joke i know some teachers who could not pull that off and would just like get kind of like frazzled but she's like yep of course that happened oh yes my my child is humming along with you yep that's (laughs) you know they're jamming out too i think they're actually singing better than you if i could
1: Uh or or, like they would nail those notes wouldn't they yeah yeah that's nice that's definitely an awesome part of just having real teachers in a classroom live thank you for listening Listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. If you wanted to learn more about online school, here you go, Insider's View. (laughs) If you want to let us know about your online school situation, if you go to school, what you've heard, any questions you have about online school, if you're not in online school, contact us on Instagram or Twitter at VeryPopularPod. So thank you You once again for listening to this episode. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye, guys. It's a very, very popular podcast.